Hey, welcome back to the City Boy Rock Podcast. You are listening to episode 33. I'm one of your hosts, Vincent Trim. <clears throat> I'm one of your other hosts, Trey Takar. I'm the third host, Cuddy Okafor. And this week, we got a lot to talk about, starting with NFL Week 2, breakdown of all the crazy games and the injuries that happened this past weekend. And we're also going to give you guys our thoughts on the Clippers' epic collapse. And finally, we're going to talk about our breakdown of the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, sir. Lots to talk about. Can't wait to start the show. I'll see y'all soon. Peace. <clears throat> what is going on, guys? How are y'all doing today? I'm good, bro. How are you? I am good. Um, my team came out victorious. I had a great day. You know, Cowboys came out victorious. Kenny's Mine Steelers did. also came out with the with the dub. Um, Trey, I don't know what happened with you, but it's yeah. all Trey, good. Trey's all good. Trey's one out. Trey's all one out. The Steelers are currently the, the undefeated team right now out of all three of us. So, congrats to the Steelers. Uh, they see no steps. Uh, they, they, beat, they, they beat a pretty uh, beat up uh, beat up Broncos team. I'll give you that. Um, but, yeah, let's start off the show by talking about my Cowboys, though. How about them Cowboys? They come into this game. Uh, I watched probably the first quarter. I turned it off and just turned on red zone after that. They were getting slaughtered, man. I'm telling you, like, I was talking about everything that could go wrong went wrong. Stephen A. Smith was completely right on that part. They were down 20 to zero in the first quarter, uh, 29, 10 at halftime. And the Cowboys just never quit. They just kept coming back. And with about two minutes left in the game, the Cowboys score a touchdown to cut the lead to 39 to 37. They needed an onside kick because they had no timeouts. They got the onside kick miraculously. The Falcons player looks, looks like they were hypnotized by the kick. They grabbed the ball and CeeDee Lamb made a great play, got the Cowboys within field goal range, and they kicked the field goal. So I'm going to ask anybody who wants to respond, is this a Cowboys comeback or was this the Falcons choke? It's both. I mean, the first half, you know, Cowboys did not look good at all. Their O-line did not look the same without Tyron Smith. And the Falcons were playing great defense in the first half, too. I can't even lie. Second half, they collapsed, and that just turned it up. Being the first quarterback to throw for 400 yards, rushed for three, three touchdowns, I would say it's a combination of both. Yeah, I'd say uh, more the Falcons collapsed, but you got to give the Cowboys credit for staying in the game. I mean, that there's no collapse without like the other team sustaining some sort of offense and moving down the field, and they did that. It seemed like it was one of those typical Dak uh, – Garbage, you know, Empty garbage calories. time touchdowns <laughs> and garbage time stats. But he won. But they won. Um, Got to give him credit. Um, it was he an pl- epic comeback. He but played for my money. An epic collapse. Um, that was inexcusable. The Falcons, I don't know how Dan Quinn still has a job. I would have fired him on the spot. That's This is so inexcusable, like, I don't understand how you're up 20-0. You force four fumbles in the first quarter. And you still Not the first half, bro. I'm talking about first quarter. Yeah. Like first four four possessions in a row. Fumble, 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 fumble. It was a bad look. It, it was 20 to 0, six minutes into the game, and you lose 39 to 40. Like that just does not make sense. Um Julio Jones didn't have the best game. He had he dropped a touchdown that would have probably sealed the deal for them, put them up 22 in the third quarter. Um, I just feel like 
obviously they, they didn't run the ball well as usual. Todd Gurley turned into Todd Gurley of last year again. Um, twenty one carries, sixty one yards. Um, oh, he was horrible. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was horrible. Um, you got to be able to run the ball to keep a lead, um, especially when your team when you're a team like the Falcons who tends to make very stupid decisions um, when they're up. Um, I do not understand why they went for two when they're up 26 to seven. Like you don't need to be that scared. Like you should have some trust in your defense. But no, <laughs> no, they went for two. And that one point, that one point, that extra point ended up killing them in the end. That's why they lost by one point. Um, and that onside kick, like, come on now. Like you, you, these players have been in the league for so long. You have to know that rule. You can't just let it let it roll till it gets to ten yards, so the Cowboys could pick it up. They, they I, I counted like five Falcons that were right by the ball, just staring at it. It looked like they'd just been, I don't even know. I don't know what they were thinking. They called the timeout right before the kickoff. So what did they discuss there? Like. Yeah, there the ball needs was to be an explanation ball, for that. The ball, cause... the ball was not on the tee, so there's that they're definitely expecting something else. But I don't, th- I don't know if they're expecting that. But I mean, within ten yards, grab the ball. <laughs> exactly, just fall on it. Just fall on it. At oh, least give yourself do. a chance. Don't let them dictate the situation. Because if once you let it roll past ten yards, like it's up for grabs at that point. But what, within those ten yards, you have the control. You should. Like, you had five Falcons around there, and you still – not one of them could make the right decision. I don't understand what happened during that timeout. What well, what um, – That's a coaching error. What I'm going to assume is that they probably told everybody there, like, whatever you do, make sure Julio's the only one who touches the ball. But, I mean, those players in that situation, you just got to uh, ignore your coach. Just fall on the ball. Because uh, I'm pretty sure there's a designated hands guy, and I'm pretty sure it was Julio. So they're probably expecting a kick in the air. I don't think anybody knew Zerlano was going to do that. But, I mean, in the end, you got to fall on top of the ball. That's inexcusable. Um, don't be a, can be, mean, a, can be a robot. Yeah, if you're a coach in this situation, if you're a coach, I mean, football is a situational sport, bro. Like, that situation right there, you, you got to train your players to know what to do with that situation, bro. You cannot just let it roll past you. But, hey, I'll take it, though, because that was a free gifted win to us. Uh, we should not have won that game. And this probably kind of saved our season because if we lose this game, we're going to Seattle next week. Probably going to lose that game too. I mean, Seahawks defense wasn't looking too too sharp, but I feel like I mean, the way that our Cowboys, the Cowboys defense playing, we're not stopping Russell Wilson. I don't think we can win that game. But uh, I mean, yeah, this this win right here helped save our season. Thank God for the Falcons, man. Thank God for Dan Quinn blessing us a victory. Uh, we were not in any situation. We were not supposed to win this game. We were the worst team. Uh, I saw an undisputed today. There was a stat that said any team that scores at least 38 points and has no turnovers is 440 and 0. Like they don't lose games until until the Atlanta Falcons did yesterday. That was the greatest. I, I've never felt so a rush of uh, exhilaration like like yesterday, man. Like I haven't had that moment in so long. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys had a game like that ever this is the game this is one of the games where you know all hope is lost and we came out and pulled it out pulled out the victory Dak played great um of course some of the stats if if they didn't get the onside kick it was a stat padding type of day for uh, for Dak uh Zeke played well as well he's been running the ball very very efficiently this year for especially with these past two games um but yeah Dak I mean 
34, 47, 4, 450. That, that, that that's bag. something else. He wants that bag. If they didn't win this game, though, a different that would not, place, eh? it would be empty calorie stats, and I would totally ignore it. But, I mean, he, he came through. CeeDee Lamb looked really good. But the defense, oh, my God. I don't, don't even get me started on defense. Blown coverages all over the field. You have Calvin Ridley running by himself. Like, there's literally nobody yeah. in the vicinity. Uh, I think Hayden Hurst had a, like, 40-yard touchdown wide open as well. Um, nobody in this team can cover. Like, there's not – like, the team is just – Awful on defense. Defensively, you got to fix it up. The, the the weapons on the Cowboys' offense are as good as advertised. Uh, I wouldn't go as far as saying that they they're better, like the best in the league. I still have yet to see it. We did play the Falcons this week. The defense is a problem, and the Cowboys' defense is going to be a problem for the rest of the year. This is why this team is not going to go that far in the playoffs if they make it. Uh, I mean, did Matt Ryan even get sacked? Matt, I don't even think he did. I don't even remember. But all I know is. Um, I mean, he had four touchdowns, two, 273 yards. And there was so many players where I was watching where he literally stood in the pocket, looked through every single progression and just flinged it to a wide open receiver. It made no sense to me. Uh, let me see if I can see if the Cowboys had a sack. Everson Griffin had one sack in the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the game. Yeah. So the, we had one sack the entire game, no pass rush, no nothing. Uh, this team – Although we get to get the win, I'm still very concerned about this team. And Russell Wilson will expose us. I mean, if Matt Ryan can do this to us, imagine what Russell Wilson is going to do at home with no fans. Uh, imagine what DK is about to do. Yeah, DK is going to destroy us next week. I'm not very, I'm not really excited about this. The only way you can, the only way the Cowboys can win, I'm telling you, get the ball. Don't do any, don't fumble the ball. Don't turn it over. Don't run any fake punts. Those fake punts are the yeah. dumbest things. McCarthy, get get rid of those in the playbook. That is not your game, bro. We do not have uh, what's his name, Johnny Hecker as our punter. He can't. Our punter cannot throw the ball. He, he literally. Oh my god, it was just bad. And but, also going for two, <laughs> making it a two possession game when you didn't have to. Down nine, you get a touchdown. You can cut it to eight, or down. What was it? No, down fifteen. You go. You score the touchdown. You can literally kick an extra point and make it an eight-point game try for another day. But no, you decide to go for two and make it a nine-point game. That makes no sense. We don't get it. Runs the dumbest plays ever. McCarthy, he got bailed out real hard this game. Um, but like I was saying, the only way we're going to beat Seattle next week, we got to come in there and we literally have to just – we just got to feed the ball to Zeke 30 times next week. Leave, Keep the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands, yeah. and that's the only way you're going to win that game. Um yeah, but the Cowboys played awfully on awful on defense. Got bailed out. I'm happy that we won, but in the, in the back of my back of my head, I know this team is not built to win championship. Man, this defense is awful. The D line, the D line is poor. Everything about every all three layers of this defense is not good. Linebackers are 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 above average, but there's no Van Der Esch and. Uh, yeah. I would say Don Schultz. Don Schultz did, did step up to the plate. He played. Very, he played a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. I did not expect that. He he played very well. Um, He's more of a receiving tight end though, so mm-hmm. I'll give him credit for that. Yeah. Um, going off from going off from there though, that's all, all I have to say for the Cowboys game. I mean, listen, it was forty. It was fifty nine minutes of pure frustration for me, and that last minute, who it paid off in the end. It paid off in the end. I was so mad though. Greg, the leg came through. Greg Leg did come through one of the best offseason signings that Cowboys had. Um, anything that we signed on the D-line, it's not paying off right now. It's horrible. That D-line is awful. I mean, at least Todd Gurley – at least we were playing Todd Gurley today or yesterday. He was awful as well. So, thank God that um, – yeah, we got lucky. That's all I'm going to say. 
Now we're just going to go through a rundown of all the other games because um, that was the biggest game. Let's start off in Sunday Night Football. Let's start, start talking about Cam Newton, Russell Wilson. What did you see from both teams? Uh, and the Patriots look very impressive. So go ahead. Yeah, um, I, we, we can clearly see that the loss of Hightower and Chung really hurts them defensively, especially against the run, because um, towards the end of the game, the Seahawks were getting a lot of big chunks in the running game, um, and overall their defense just isn't the same uh, without those two. But um, offensively, they looked very impressive. Cam looked amazing. That was one of the best games I've ever that, seen. That looked like MVP Cam. That looked like MVP yeah. Cam out there. He, he looked so poised in the pocket. He was making really good throws. Besides that one pick, which was terrible, like oh, yeah. that was a clean game by Cam. He carried them. They don't really have that many weapons. Um, Nikhil Harry looks good. Um, if they can get him the ball more in space, um, I feel like he could be a really valuable weapon for them. But they need some more depth in that receiving core. Um, yeah, a deep threat, a deep threat for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. They need a deep threat. Um, Edelman played amazing. I think that was a career high for him. Um, but in the end, I think Russ is just too much. Um, he's going for that MVP. Let Russ cook five touchdowns. I think he has nine over the first two games and 11 incompletions. Against okay. against yeah. the best the best secondary in football. Yeah, a lot of people. that was against, yeah, Gillilock, McCourty, all those guys, um, he's going for that MVP. Seattle looks really, really impressive, especially offensively. DK is going to be amazing in the future. Yeah, for sure, man. Oh yeah, I, oh I know, I know that. I can't believe he's, I still can't believe he was flipped to the second round, bro. Just because yeah. he can't run, just because he's full, oh my god, he's big and he can literally he can make any play. He doesn't have to run the routes that you don't you don't need to. If he's that size, you don't need him to run crazy routes, bro. You literally just throw him up like he went against Gilmore yesterday. Not scared. No he's scared. not scared of nothing, bro. He's big, bro. He was literally pushing Gilmore out the way, man. It was. It was crazy. I think that Eagles game gave him a lot of confidence. Like he thinks he's like like that now. Oh, he knows he's like hey. that. I mean, look at like he's built different. Like he's literally built different for a receiver, and he's fast. And I mean, this guy's something else, bro. Four four speed with three percent body fat at six four two thirty. Like that is a tough cover. I don't know how anyone's gonna stop that combination of Russell and Metcalf for the next few years. Like. And with Lockett there, um, Josh Gordon probably uh, within the sometime during the season he's going to come back. So that receiving core is going to be uh, very, very dangerous. Good. With also with Greg Olson, so yeah. Where where I would say is the the Seahawks defense is uh, they were looking a little sus. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, they they have not been able to stop many people. I suppose even going back to last week against the Falcons, they weren't that great. So I, I feel like. Seahawks are going to win a lot of shootouts this year, but I think Russell Wilson can do it because he is one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the NFL right now. So, um, yeah, I think this is going to be his MVP year, and the Seahawks are going to be a contender for sure. Uh, just got to tighten up that defense. The secondary is just a little, you know, a little yeah, question. I feel like um, they have enough impact players to make that play that you need them to make like they did yesterday. Um, Jamal Adams came through on that last play. Yeah, um, for sure. So they do have those impact players. Quinn and Dunbar made a good play, obviously, on that pick. Um, Bobby Wagner. They got a lot of impact guys. I feel like that D line really, really hurts them because Cam had a clean pocket the whole game. 
Oh, they missed and they missed Clowney very yeah, bad, bro. You can't expect those guys to cover for that long. Like he was he was just sitting there. He had time to call his call his uh girl or whatever. He had all the time in the world. Um yeah, they need a they need to show up that D line because no, it, lo- it looked it looked horrid yesterday, especially against the pass. If, if it's the Chiefs if the Chiefs uh see all Super Bowl, you don't want you don't want Mahomes to have that much time. Yeah. Because there's no way those corners are covering Tyreek Hill for exactly. 10 seconds. Yeah. And speaking of Mahomes, let's jump over to that game right there. We got Justin Herbert's debut against Patrick Mahomes. Go, go, uh, go. I did not know. I did not know Herbert was going to play. I don't think anybody knew. I think even he didn't know until right before the game started. Herbert played really, really well. Um, he, I think he threw for what three eleven, three eleven touchdown and a pick. Mm-hmm. He had a rushing touchdown as well. He played very well. He put, he didn't look like a rookie out there. Like the the rookies now do not look like rookies from back then, bro. Like my man Herbert looked like except for Dwayne Haskins. I bet Haskins did look a little rough, but uh, yeah, Herbert Herbert was cooking. Um, Chiefs were actually down most of the game. Uh, Mahomes came back, made a deep throw to Tyreek, and then they pretty much, I mean, yeah, they want the Chiefs won the game in overtime. Harrison Buckner is a he he's a certified bucket, bro. The man's can make any any field goal. I think he made like three straight because yeah, there's a one lot was of a false start. One was an ice, and then the third one was the one to win it. Yep, and then yeah, so my man's Harrison. Yeah, Chiefs won. We guys got to say about that game. Um, I want to call out. That play calling by the Chargers. Um, too passive. Way too passive. It was way too passive. I feel like, oh, yeah, you are playing a rookie quarterback, but he was playing well. Um, I feel like um, punting the ball away to Mahomes in overtime is just a death sentence. Like, he's n- nine times out of ten, he's going to come through for them and deliver the win. Um, the defense did play well on that possession, but I just felt like. The, the first two play calls were just very conservative. Um, didn't put them in good position to um, move the chains on third down. Um, I don't know. I just I just feel like that play call um, really um, messed them up for that game. You know, yeah, I mean, for sure, because you get that first down. I mean, you punt it away. Mahomes is Mahomes. Like, you're punting to God, basically. He's going to go down the field, and he's going to score. Because all you need is a field goal to win that game. And you tell me Mahomes can't move the sticks three times? Yeah. He's going to move 30 yards. He's going to move 40 yards, and he's going to get it. He's going to get whatever he needs. Uh, Chargers couldn't win this game easily. They play, They were the better team for most of the game yeah. until, like, the, the fourth quarter. The defense played very yeah. well. Defense was locking up. Um, Keenan Allen played a really good game. Hunter Henry looked really good. The thing about the Chargers is – Man, the play calling, like like Shrey said, man, like you can't play passive against the Chiefs. If you're going against the Chiefs, you got to go all in, mm-hmm. and you got to beat this team. You take, I mean, you take that risk. It's whatever because nobody really expects you to beat the Chiefs. But you take that risk. At least you you putting yourself in the situation for you to potentially win the game instead of punting it away. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Herbert just had that one bad pick. That's yeah. I think that's the knock for that for that one game because they were in Chiefs territory there, right? So, they were, and he had a wide open field to run. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, that that really hurt him. But um, this this should be encouraging for the future uh, for the LA Chargers because I did not expect Herbert to come out and play that well, especially considering the circumstances. Bosa doing some Bosa things, bothering Mahomes, that really helped him out. Yeah, and I I feel like those two pass rushers, if they can get there, like they were. Um, yesterday, that defense will be scary. 
Yeah, Chargers are always a problem for the Chiefs. Uh, next game after that, we got the this, Ravens. Oh, you want to say something? Also, this is also without Darren James. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. The Chargers team is going to be tough once they get this whole. Once Herbert develops a little bit more, this is going to be it's going to be a rivalry because right now the Chiefs are just running through everybody in this division. Um, next game after that, we got the Ravens and the Texans. Ravens just dominated. They look as good as they ever did. I think they're going to be number one in my power rankings after this game. Um, I know the Texans aren't the best, but, I mean, dude, the Ravens, like, they're beating you in every way possible. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. Defensively, they're strapping you up. It's just – it's something else. Yeah, I, they're just so dominant. Um, I I really feel bad. Deshaun Watson, man, man was just running oh. for his life. He just played the two best teams of football. Yeah. Back-to-back weeks, man, to open the and season. And he's going against Pittsburgh's defense next. Like, Yeah, it's not fun. Like, this dude, uh, I, I'm, I would – wouldn't I would not be surprised if he was hurt by next week because he is taking a lot of hits and it's not even his fault. He's just getting pressure in his face within like two seconds half the time. Um, but yeah, the Ravens look dominant. Um, Lamar second, really didn't need to do that day. much. The running game was carrying for them. They didn't really need much from Lamar. Um, so I mean, they're they're probably going to be number one in my power rankings too. That's secondary. That's a that's a scary secondary too. Yeah. Marcus Peters, Ron Humphrey. That's that's the foundation of their defense, I think. Yeah. yeah and, I mean, they don't have the greatest pass rushers, I'd say. They got so, run stoppers. They got run yeah. stoppers. They just don't have a, a guy who can actually like go in and get like 15, 16 sacks. Um the Ravens though, top to bottom, they are the deepest team in the league. They're scary. Uh, I mean, they're mad, too. I don't want to play this team. They got four running backs, man. You got four players who can run the ball. You got yeah. you got weapons on the outside. Mark, Andrew, uh, Mark Andrews right, up the, right in the seam. It's a scary team to play, bro. And we'll see you next week. Marquise, Marquise Brown, deep threat. <laughs> you, there's next, so many impactful players. If you don't believe in the Ravens and they win next week, you're going to believe, bro, because they're playing the Chiefs next week. That's going to be the game of the week. It's on Monday night, so unfortunately we won't be able to talk about it. But um, We will give you guys our predictions, though. Yeah. Um, that game is going to be absolutely insane. I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to go Ravens 24, Chiefs 23. Last minute, Justin Tucker field goal to win. Last second, Justin Tucker field goal. I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm going to go 31. 24. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Ravens. I think it's gonna be high scoring. I got them winning 35-33. That's gonna be the game. Oh man, it's, I can't wait for that game. Yeah, Monday night too. Monday yeah. night usually doesn't have these type of games, you know. Like, yeah, they say them for Sunday night, but now this, yeah. All right, next game after that, we're gonna go move on to the Washington football team. Yeah, you know what? Not much to say about this game. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna say much. <laughs> Uh, they showed their inexperience, that's for sure. Kyler Murray balled out as usual. He had he had a really good game. I think he had what two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, and he looked he looked Eight, amazing yeah. on those. He he looked like the quickest and fastest guy on the field by a mile on those on those runs. Uh, he had that one deep pass too, which was a dart, man. Yeah. I don't know who he threw on it to. The but run. That was crazy. Like on, yeah, yeah, that was a dart. Um, yeah, Cardinals won that game easily, thirty to fifteen. I would, not once was I was was I like yeah Washington gonna come back like last week. Nah, nah. I mean, I'm I'm just happy. I did not expect us to be one and one, so I'll take it. That's true. Um, can you anything to say? 
Chase Young was good. Yeah, Chase Young was good, yeah. bro. He's going to produce. He's going to yeah. produce you. Rest of the team, though. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> Terry McLaurin, too. Yeah. Yeah, Chase Young is – Chase – I did not – I have not seen a rookie just – Like, he just dominated He plays like a veteran because he, he's, like, sniffing out screens. Um, he, he He's playing like – he's not playing like he's playing his second game in the league. Like, he's playing like a veteran right now, and I'm very, no, very he excited. Good. He looks good. And that, that – that uh, the thing is, Kyler's just too quick, bro. That's all <laughs> Um, all right, game after that, we're gonna go to the Steelers game. Steelers, Broncos, uh, that dominant defense. Defense was dominating. Broncos just lost the entire team, or Drew Lock. They lost Drew Lock. Cornelius Sun is not gonna be back for the rest of the year. Broncos season is pretty much down the drain now, man. So, TJ yeah. Watt, TJ looked like a defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah, that. he did. He was, he was disrupting everything. Oh, TJ, TJ is dirty. TJ is very dirty. They're on double teams with him, and they didn't do anything at all. Two, tackle, two tackles for loss, four QB hits, and two and a half sacks. Yeah, and then Bud Dupree was looking good, too. The, the, the edges on that defense, uh, very scary. <laughs> yeah, gotta, yeah, man, no, that, no, top to bottom on defense, they're stacked. Yeah, all and then you got Mika manning the uh, defensive backfield. Like, that's scary. They're just going to mistakes. Yeah. Uh, next game, we got the Colts and the Vikings. Colts went 28-11. Kirk Cousins had probably the worst game he's ever played in his career. That was just bad. That was that was horrible. Uh, I've never seen Kirk play worse. Yeah, that's that's all I can say about yeah, that game. Uh, Kirk was yeah, the, he's awful. And they, they really miss Diggs. Oh, they do. Yeah, for they sure. They miss that deep threat in Diggs. So um, they're going to have to figure out a way to um, get Justin Jefferson more involved because it's just stealing or bust at this point. I wouldn't say the season necessarily over for them, but I mean it's not looking too hot. They got a roller. Yeah. Uh yeah, and speaking of their own division, we got the Packers just going and smacking the Lions around like like they were a ragdoll. 42-21. <laughs> Aaron Jones was cooked. I mean, yo, it's like Shrey said in the group chat the other day, he said it's either gonna be Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones that's gonna kill you. You can you can stop one of them, but you can't stop both of them. Last week it was Rodgers cooking. This week Aaron Jones saw it's my turn. And I mean they smacked. The lines were not even. Yeah, it was a bad. Why, why did Matt Patricia have a job still? I don't know. I do not know because that dude is a terrible coach. Yeah, I don't know. The players don't even like him, bro. So I don't know what was going on over there. Aaron Jones was literally just running. Like it was, sometimes he wasn't getting touched, man. Like he yeah, get that three touchdowns. Touch did not look like he did get. He got touched. It was a bad look for the Lions. Uh, Packers. I don't know what their schedule is, but. Hopefully they play a, a a a pretty good team after after this man because they're uh, playing the Saints on Sunday night. All right, good. We got some good defense coming up for the for the Packers finally, man. Jeez. Uh, after that game, we got the Bills and the Dolphins. Josh Allen is looking like a I don't even know. He's looking like he's looking like an MVP right now. Josh Allen putting up numbers. It is against the Dolphins though. Dolphins did storm back in this game. Uh, yeah, Stephon Diggs and and Josh Allen are growing that connection though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look really good. Um. They were missing like their entire linebacking core for that game, so their that's why Miami kept coming back. Yeah, their defense was a uh, a little suspect yesterday, but once they get Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano back, they should be fine. Josh Allen makes some crazy throws, though. Yeah, yeah, oh, he, drops like he, he drops He has starts. improved a lot. I saw a little touch 
on his um, throws yesterday, which I had not seen in the last two years. So, um, yeah, he's going to be an MVP candidate um, next year. He made some mistakes. Though. There was a throw he could have a touchdown to uh, John Brown, but he threw it in the wrong spot. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the, next, the next play, he got a touchdown. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, next game after that, one of the most surprising teams in the league, the Jaguars, <laughs> kept it very close to the Titans. Titans had to actually, like, gut out and win this game. Der- Derrick Henry was getting strapped yesterday. He had, like, 25 carries for 80-something yards. Uh, yeah, the Jaguars, I did not expect them to play this well. Minshew is playing really well, but mm-hmm. the Titans, Tannehill – Balled out four touchdowns. Um, yeah, they're two and zero. Jaguars are surprisingly one and one. Yeah, not much to say about that game. I mean, Titans. Uh, they they that's their bread and butter. They win close games. Um, that's what they were doing last year in that run. So um, I expect them to keep it close, no matter what team they're playing, because that's just the type of team they are. Yeah, next game after that, we got the 49ers and Jets. 49ers won this game, but they lost uh, They lost in the long run. Yeah. They lost, I, like, they like, lost. Honestly, like, I forgot they won. I just thought they were 0-2 because of just how many players they've lost. I feel so bad. Bosa, yeah. Sherman, Garoppolo, Mostert. Like, the list goes on and on. This is the yeah. core of their Super Bowl team that's basically just getting hurt. You know, it's like, just no, no ordinary guys. Like, these are the players that got them to the Super Bowl last year. It is uh, – yeah. It's going to be a rough couple of weeks. Jimmy G is going to be back in like four weeks, I think, four to six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bosa's, uh, we don't know about Bosa. What is Bosa? I don't even Torn know. ACL. Oh, he's done for the year. So mm-hmm. Solomon Damn. Thomas as well. Damn. So that that's very, very, very unfortunate for the 49ers. They might be done because that division is tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to come, come out of that. I think this is going to be a year where they're just going to get a high draft pick and um, they're going to run it back next year. Because there's just this is just too much damage to key players on their team. I don't think they can come back from it. Speaking of injuries, we're gonna talk about the, the Bears and the Giants. Uh, Bears won this game seventeen, but the ultimate the headline was for a lot of fancy owners. Saquon goes down, uh, torn ACL. This is now confirmed. He's out for the year. The Bears. I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a great game for any either team. Mitch Mitch looked like Mitch again, and uh, Daniel Jones. Get him some help, please. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a rough year for Giants fans. Uh, I would be surprised if they won four games. Um, Daniel Jones is getting killed out there. Um, they need to find some way to protect that man because he is taking too many hits. I thought I thought the O-line wasn't this bad. First week, I thought it was the Steelers' defense. But it's looking like it's just bad. It is also the Bears' defense, too. But it's... I don't know, man. I think it's just bad. And they got the. I think they got. A, they got the. They got somebody rough after this too. And they got the. Uh, I think it's the Forty ers next week. But I mean, it's not with Bosa. Yeah, it was Forty Nine. Yeah, there's no Bosa, so they did so, catch a bit of a break. Next game after that, we're gonna. Oh, talk they about... played two straight games in Madeline. Oh no. Yeah, it's not. It's not very fun. Uh, next game after that, we got the Bucks and the Panthers. I mean, listen, bro. Tom Brady did not have the best game, but they did pull out the game, uh, the win for Leonard Fournette, and he he showed out that game. Twelve carries, a hundred yards, and two touchdowns. So he popped off. Brady was not looking too hot. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's it's looking, yeah, it's looking a little rougher, man. The Belichick and Brady conversation. I was all on the Brady train. It's starting to die on just a little bit, but it's only been two weeks. So, uh, yeah, Buccaneers thirty-one, Panthers seventeen. 
Yeah, I mean, I think he's still getting used to the offense. Obviously, no Godwin, but they need to get Gronk more involved. One, what, he had one target yesterday? One target, zero catches, zero receptions, nothing. He literally was just there to block. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that offense, I think they need to spread the wealth. They can't be looking at one receiver every game. They need to be able to spread the wealth because that's where their strength is. They have a lot of depth. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think they'll be fine, though. Um, just give it a few weeks. Uh, finally, we're going to talk about the Eagles, man. Oof. The Philadelphia Eagles. They stink. Uh, they look awful. Like, they, this is the worst. This is, this is bad, bro. Like, I don't even like to jump to conclusions or anything, but, man, this Eagles team is not looking too hot. The injury bug is one thing, but the way they lost yesterday was bad. West was getting booed in an empty stadium. He looks awful right now. Jalen Hurts is literally right there. He's ready to take his spot. So I'm not, I would not be surprised if Jalen Hurts starts one of these games. Yeah, um, the defense is looking terrible. I mean, what, what happened to this vaunted secondary with Darius Slave? Like, they got killed. Yeah, like they were getting diced up. Um, they're not looking good. Wentz is turning over the ball, and their offensive line is in shambles. So uh, hopefully uh, they can beat the Bengals. Because um, if they don't oh, do that, oh, no. that is real trouble. I see Joe Burrow cooking them, but I wouldn't even be surprised if that happened. Yeah, uh, and then we're talking about yeah, last last game, Bengals Browns. Burrow really impressive in that first game. Sixty-one pass attempts should never happen for a rookie. Um, no, picks. no picks though, so he played very very efficient football. Like that was a very impressive win. I think it said it spoke way more about Burrow than it did about the Browns. We knew who the Browns were. They're 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 a run dominant team. They should just keep running the ball, bro. And uh, yeah, Baker had one of his better games, but you know he's still the fourth best division or fourth best QB in that division. Um, Baker needs everything to go right for them to win. Um, he needs the running game to be good. He needs to be protected well. Um, his defense needs to play well. But um, Burrow, you you saw you could clearly see who was better on the who, who was the better quarterback on Thursday. Um, Burrow it was clearly Burrow, and Baker threw a horrible pick that almost brought um, the Bengals back. Yeah, and uh, now we're gonna jump into NBA talk. Touch on some things. First thing we can't talk about because last week we predict we were predicting the game seven. Clippers lost that game. Oh, I'm sad. I was kind of sad about that. Well, Lakers pretty much going to win the chip now. Clippers are horrible. I don't want to even get into it. Shrey, go ahead. Take it away, man. Go ahead. Say whatever you need to say. Wow. So this whole year, it was all about, oh, yeah, we're about to, we're about to finally beat the Lakers. We're not the, we're not the little brother anymore. They were talking all this trash. They made their team just to beat the Lakers. These guys to scare LeBron. Like Joakim Noah. Marcus Morris, they really thought they were going to scare LeBron with that. But, um, yeah, they talked all this trash just to fold like no other in the fourth quarter of a game seven. Like, that was – I we witnessed grown men terrified. Marcus Morris didn't want any part of that. He was clearly scared to shoot. Paul George was throwing up bricks. Kawhi was just crying after every shot he took because he thought he got fouled. Um, Paul George? of 11 in the second half. Sorry about Paul George. Oh, don't even get me started on Pandemic P, bro. That man is the master capper. Um, he's the biggest capper in the NBA. Um, 
he's not playoff P anymore. I if I hear him say that again, I am going to burn my PGs. Whoa. Because, because this dude really thought he was nice. Oh, he was on live with uh, Dennis Schroeder saying, oh, yeah, I'm just here getting healthy. I'm ready to come back. We're about to win the chip. And this dude scores 10 points in a game seven, hits the side of the backboard on a wide open three. Mm. I, I just, like, I've never seen a collapse like this. They were up double digits in all three of those games when they were up 3-1 and still found a way to lose. Um, I mean, this is Kawhi's first failure, so I'm not going to hold him, hold it against him that much, but this is bad. That's awful. I have, like, he was in those talks about being the best player in the league, and he ruined it for himself. Um, this was the first time he was under pressure. Like, he was, this was the first time he was the top dog on a team that was supposed to win the championship. This wasn't like last year where Toronto became this great story and he carried them in the playoffs. This was he was supposed to win this year and he did not come through. They couldn't even get past the second round. The Clippers curse will run forever. Um and they'll always be our little brothers. Laker Nation. Stand up. See they lost that series purely because of the management. You can't how many games did they play together the whole year? Uh fourteen. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't. You can't do that, and then come out in a game seven and lose, and talk about during your press conference that we had no chemistry. I saw y'all. Y'all. Y'all didn't have to know, man. Y'all took the time. We had to play with each other. I guess him because Nuggets, and Nuggets who've been together for like five years, the score getting better together. Yeah. Um, heart. Yeah. Doc took, Rivers most overrated coach in the league. Yeah. I, I like. Listen, I'm all about player power to the players, but at some point, man, you gotta hold your players accountable, bro. Like these are grown men right here. Lou Will should have been held. Like, dude, there's no reason for you to go to Magic City for some damn wings, bro. That and Doc Rivers didn't do anything about that. I'm pretty sure, like, that sets a precedent for other players. Like, oh, I'm gonna just go do something. Doc's not gonna say nothing. I'm gonna miss out on the bubble. I'm missing out on some team activity. Doc won't care. Doc, you got to hold your players accountable for some things, man. And these players, too, are so entitled, bro. Like, you guys haven't won anything. Yeah, that's the why thing, you acting like you're, you, Why are you guys acting like you guys are champions, bro? Like, you guys came into this bubble acting like you guys were the champs or something. Oh. Like, it makes no sense. Only Kawhi is the only one who has any right to say anything. Have any? It just makes no sense to me, bro. PG walking out here like he's a four-time NBA champion. Bro, you haven't even got... I don't even gonna say. I'm not even gonna say. You haven't gone to the conference finals, bro. Since, yeah. I mean, what? Fourteen? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. This is just this dude. He is one of nine in elimination games, and That's he shoots. At all. He shoots thirty-four percent from the field, thirty-three percent from three, and averages seventeen points in elimination games. That's that's all I need to say. I heard yeah, all and, these people. Oh, my God, Paul George is nice. You can't. You can't be calling him Pandemic P after two games. Well, 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 he is. He's a good player. Yeah, he yeah. is obviously a but good player. I'm not going to take that away from him. But there's something mental that goes on in the playoffs, and he just doesn't show up. Yeah, his <sighs> track record it's bad. in elimination games is is horrible. Like one of nine. Yeah, can- I mean it's bad. And, and Pat Bev, Marcus Morris, you guys walking around with your your chest up. 
your chest puffing out. Of course, I would too if I was playing behind Kawhi and PG, bro. You guys haven't won anything either, bro. What have y'all done in your career that you guys think you're better than everybody? They're the ones who are doing the talking, bro. Like, I understand you need that guy, but you're talking for what? You got cooked. He told Paul Millsap, get ready to go home. Get ready to pack your bags. And Paul Millsap took over after that. You, 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 he was the catalyst for that run in game five. I don't know if you guys saw it, but he, he, he carried them that third quarter, kept them afloat, and then Jamal Murray and Jokic took over. I hope this teaches lessons for any other team that goes in the NBA. You don't win a chip until you win a chip. And you can't take the, se- the regular season lightly anymore. This is a real deal. You got to take the regular season seriously. You got to play You got to play the games, man. <laughs> like, you can't just go in and loaf the entire regular season. I thought you could have at first because Kawhi did in Toronto. But this is the next level, like, just not caring. Just coasting throughout the year. That's not going to work anymore. Um, Clippers, that was probably the biggest collapse I've ever seen. Yeah. In a long, long time, man. One last thing. Can you guys tell me, with uh, six minutes into the fourth quarter of Game 7, who was the only person who had scored for the Clippers? Jermichael Green. Oh. oh. He was the only person who had scored for them. That's all I need to say. It was a bad, bad, bad look. I don't know what happened there. Kawhi was breaking. It was just not a good look. Um, Yeah, now we're going to go over it. I got to go because I have class. Can you guys go? Me and Shrey going to talk about the Lakers real quick uh, for a couple minutes. AD did hit that game winner yesterday. I know Shrey liked that. Um, I love that. Like I said, bro, Lakers getting a cakewalk to the finals, man. They're uh, Not cakewalk. They're winning the finals this year, bro. Um, like, I don't know what the chances are, the odds are, but, I mean, yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to be, like, any competition, man. I'm just going to say that right now. I think the Lakers, bro. Lakers gonna beat the Nuggets in five. They go to the finals. Whoever they play, they're gonna beat them in five as well. This team is just too experienced, too deep. AD's too good. LeBron's too good. And LeBron and AD are the two best players in the on the bubble right now. Like the one and two, those are the those yeah, are the best the two. Lakers, they're both in the Lakers. The best players in the bubble right now. Gotta give credit to Jokic, bro. That man shows up every game. He is clutch. He is one oh, yeah. of the most clutch players in the league. He's not scared of anything. Yeah, bro. he really isn't. Apparently, he's like seven of eight. Um, he's clutch, and he makes the like the toughest shots. Yeah, either, like right? he was bodying AD on that last possession to get yeah. that um, right-handed hook over the shoulder. Like he he shows up all the time. So Jamal Murray, I gotta give them the credit, but the Lakers are just too good for them. They're too experienced, as you said. Um, LeBron was worrying me. I thought we were about to lose that game because he was not playing well in that fourth quarter, but AD carried. Um, obviously, what a great shot. Um, the way they're honoring Kobe has been amazing. Um, Undefeated with the Mamba jerseys. Yeah. And just the way they've been playing, they've been, they haven't, like, talked trash when they haven't done anything yet, like the other team in L.A. Um <laughs> They don't take it for granted. Um, obviously, those few regular season games in the bubble, they did, but they had already secured the first seed. But ever since then, they've been locked in. Um, they've been playing so well. Um, the turnovers were very concerning yesterday. 24 turnovers, that's not okay. But with 24 turnovers and you still win the game, um, that just shows how how the huge gap of talent <laughs> Yeah, I know for sure. Between if I'm a Nuggets fan, yeah, if I'm the Nuggets fan, that's probably the most demoralizing loss. You have LeBron playing probably one of the worst fourth quarters he had so far in this bubble. Um, he was not looking too hot, 
and you guys lose on a last last second buzzer beater three by eight on a miscommunication two on defense. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably so demoralizing. That's probably the closest you're gonna get to winning a game um, where they're both trying. Because I think the Lakers are probably gonna like just lack one game. That's what they usually do. The mm-hmm. Like they're probably gonna lose one of those games. But this is the game that that the Nuggets could have won, and you know. Have done something with it, so uh, yeah, it's... they are resilient though. So I'm not gonna count yeah. them out um, out of winning it's... like one or two games, but um, it's gonna be a hard climb up the mountain because that that one hurt. Like that is very demoralizing the way they lost. Yeah, and uh, yeah, now we're gonna have with the Eastern Conference Finals between the Celtics and the Heat. It's starting to heat up. Heat were up two zero, and then you know, Gordon Hayward returns. 2-1. I still, I honestly think now, now the return of Gordon Hayward, uh, the Celtics will pull this off in seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat win this series. Um, but yeah, these two teams are just, they're just clawing it out. And they're just, they're they're very, very resilient teams. Mm-hmm. And I'm Eric Spolstra is probably the most slept on coach in the NBA for sure, man. If yeah. he gets his team to the finals, geez, I don't even Yeah, he's say, the best man. coach in the league if he does that. Um but yeah, the Celtics. I think they'll. Uh, I think they'll pull it out too. Um, but they can't afford to blow another lead because I feel like if they blow another lead in this series, they're they're done for. Um, they almost blew the lead in that last game, but uh, I think Gordon Hayward brought them a good veteran president, veteran presence off the bench. Um, he played a good floor game. He changes a lot for them because he can play make, and he knows he plays within his game. He doesn't do too much. Um, he had four assists, I think, a um, couple of rebounds. Um, he played a good game for his first game back. I look for him to get better um, in these upcoming in these upcoming games. Um, Marcus Smart is that dude is a dog. Oh, he's a yeah. I used to hate on him just because he used to always kill the Wizards, um, but that dude is a dog. He's been the MVP for them in a lot of these games. Um, Tatum has played magnificent. Um, Brown, I think Brown just needs to play like he did in game three and they'll be fine because when he attacks the rim, it changes so much for that, um, for that team. Um, he can kick it out to shooters. Um, and he just, it's just his impact when he's driving to the basket is just a lot more than when he's settling for jumpers. Yeah. Uh, I think tonight is a must win for the They're actually playing on Wednesday. Oh, no no game tonight because of Monday Night Football. No way. Yeah. Dang, NBA is scared, bro. Hey, well, okay. I mean, they can't because, like, they both play on ESPN. Oh, the Eastern Conference Finals is not going to be on TNT? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, we have a lot of – okay. Well, they're playing on Wednesday. I think that game is a must win because you're not coming back from a 3-1 against the Heat. They're way yeah. too disciplined to blow 3-1 leads. They're not nothing. They're no Clippers. That's for sure. Doc Rivers – their exposure is not Doc Rivers. Uh, they won't take any days off, any plays off. The Heat played for 48 minutes straight. And they yes. put that heart and mentality. And that's what other teams need to copy, um, Clippers. Uh, but, yeah, this season I feel like the NBA, man, it's just a dud now, man. I, I honestly, like, I kind of know the Lakers going to win the t- title. It's been hard to, It's been hard for me to watch and, like, really, like, be into wow. it like I was wow. before. I'm not going to lie. Like, narratives, bro. like, I'm not even going to lie. It was – it was easier to watch it, man, with the Clippers. And I was like, okay, finally, you're going to get, like, a Western Conference Finals. Whoever wins that is going to win the chip. But now it's kind of like, 
Yeah, LeBron's getting that fourth ring. Lakers gonna win the title. It's just a little bit of a dud, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, I don't think the NBA wanted this to happen, but I mean, how do you stop? How are you gonna prevent the Clippers from just choking? Like yeah. that's just uncalled for. Clippers I'm suck. Playing like scared little boys in the fourth, though. To blow three one lead, it's it's bad. And uh, yeah, I, man. Like I said, right now we could really be talking about Clippers versus Lakers right now, but no, we gotta be talking about all this. Is all the Clippers fault. No, no, I'm not discrediting Denver. This is just all on the Clippers, bro. This is so annoying, yeah. man. Clippers really blew this. It could have been probably the most entertaining conference finals. Um, but yeah, it's now it's just yeah, it's whatever. Lou Will, Lou Will should have made those layups, bro. Lou Will should have made those layups. Paul George should have made something, and then Kawhi. I don't even. I just don't even get me started on the Clippers. Now it's just like. The battle for LA has just died down because I think next year is all about the Warriors coming back. The Nets, the Nets are back. Um, Miami's going to be back. Giannis, hopefully. I mean, listen, bro. I saw something on Twitter. It was pretty crazy. Giannis might be Miami next year. So I, I, don't be, don't be, uh, don't be surprised. Who knows, bro? I mean, <sighs> he got. Yeah, he, he needs to leave for them to uh, for him to win a chip. I don't think yeah. he's winning anymore. This same Milwaukee team is going to get smacked next year, bro. Yeah, they're old too. They're older too, so we'll see how it is. Because the young kids are going to keep getting better, and the older people are just going to keep. Getting nobody's better, so. nobody's going to be afraid of Milwaukee next year. <laughs> you know, any team can just build that wall, bro. Any any team, you get a couple, you get a couple dogs in there. And my, my, Milwaukee's not beating you, so yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. With all that being said, we're gonna wrap up the show. This is episode thirty-four. I know I said the title intro. Episode thirty-three is episode thirty-four. Whatever. Same thing. Um, next week. A lot of football. A lot of football to talk about next week, man. It's going to be very, 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 very good games up this week. Cowboys, Seahawks, Saints, uh, Saints, Packers Sunday night, and then we got Chiefs, Ravens. Ravens. Oh man, can't wait for next week. I uh, can't wait to see y'all there. Yeah, peace, peace.